Welcome to the Kimberly Wenya podcast. I'm Kimberly, your host, manifestation and mindset mentor. Here, we talk all things contemporary manifestation for the modern woman, looking to align her life with her wildest dreams. We talk energy, money, the universe, love and relationships, and more. Each episode holds golden tools, heart-led concepts, and universal principles to help you rise to your full potential. Get ready to embody a brand new version of you. Ready? Let's dive in. Hi loves, and welcome back to the Kimberly Wenya podcast. This is a really random podcast episode. To be honest, I was unsure if I was going to record it because I'm going to be talking about Squid Game. And this is a TV show on Netflix that is about a man who, like, hopefully you've seen it because there's going to be a lot of spoilers in this episode. Your homework, if you want to listen to this episode and you want to kind of like debrief it with somebody else is to go and watch it. It's nine episodes long, the episode's around 40 to 15 minutes. It is a career drama but it is so good like I really enjoyed watching it apart from all the gore and the blood and all that sort of thing it is well worth your time watching this because the storyline is really good it definitely caught me off guard so before you keep on listening if you haven't watched it yet and you don't like spoilers don't keep on listening if you have watched it and you kind of want to discuss it or you want to kind of understand money mindset in this in this TV show, then keep on listening. But you might have watched it and maybe you feel like you need to set your money mindset straight again because it's kind of messed up. It is really messed up. Let's be real. Okay. So there in in this show, there are some really good examples of what money uh, can do to us. And and also there are some really bad examples of what money can do too. And what I want this episode to be is kind of like a bit of a discussion or an exploration around my own kind of experience watching it and also kind of aligning with universal laws and principles, my observations and kind of like dissecting things a little bit. So I don't know how long this podcast episode is. I don't really want to spend too long on it because I'm not sure how many of us have actually seen it. Like really awkward if it's uh, this episode only gets like two downloads because only two people have watched this game. But or watch this movie, or watch this TV series, but it is all over TikTok. Like every TikTok that I watch is is Squid Game referenced. So I'm like, if it's on TikTok, surely people will listen to this podcast episode. So here we go. If you can listen, if you can hear some like random sounds in the background, it's because Bime has a conference call. So you might hear him like laugh in the background or something. Um, and I'm also running a bath because after I record this, I'm going to be jumping into the bath. So let's begin. So when I watched this, I don't know about you, but I didn't go in with any expectations and I didn't even really know what it was about. I didn't know that there was money involved, but let's kind of recap. So basically we have a main character. I don't even know what his name is off the top of my head because I don't, that's not what I recall, but basically he has a V, v, a v. <laughs> he has a really bad money mindset. He gambles. He doesn't deal with his money too well. 
He still lives with his mother and he has a daughter that he tries to meet up with. He's divorced. Um, he's definitely in kind of like a, a bit of a, a bit of a pickle, let's just say. He's not doing too well. And as time goes on, we see that he has some issues. Like he gambles for the first time. He goes and like bets on some horses with a friend and he actually wins money. And when he wins this money, he walks out of there and he, like I found this so interesting, he calls somebody and he's like let's you know pick whatever you want like let's spend it I just won the I just won this gambling game and when I was watching this I was like wow this is like a really good example of how our money mindsets are what matters it's not how much money you have it comes down to how you how you handle your money and what you think about your money now this is what often what happens if people manifest money through the lottery or through gambling because they haven't learned how to manage money they will often blow it and they will blow it by spending on things frivolously, um, not knowing how to save some of it or being able to manage it long term. And by the end of the by the end of the month or the end of the week, where the money has all been used and they don't actually have more to sustain themselves, and they end up in this cycle of continuing to gamble, continuing to try to get money quick. So this was a very interesting part in the in the, in the movie because it showed us that it doesn't matter how much money you have, you can win some, but you can still really spend it. So what ends up happening because he hasn't worked on his money mindset and because he wins, I think it's like equivalent of $4,000 or something. I did a bit of maths when I was watching it could be completely wrong, but because he didn't work on his money mindset, he manifests losing it. So he runs through a train station or something. I can't remember. Maybe it's like a mall and, um, he slips and falls and he slips into a slips. He falls into a girl or he bumps into a girl who is stunning. By the way, I forget her name, but she's beautiful. And, and uh, she ends up stealing the money from him because he drops it. So he loses this money. And it's not a coincidence that this just happened because shortly after he's getting chased by sharks. He's getting chased by people who want money from him. But this is a really good example of how your mindset is what creates your reality. I know it's just a movie. I know it's just a story. So obviously this is all hypothetical and just us discussing a fictional thing. But as a case study, it's just really interesting. Before we keep going, by the way, I will just say that I need to plug something because in every episode, my t- this is my time that I'm spending here. So one thing that I did want to share with you girls is we currently have a seven-day free trial for Manifestation Monthly. This is our beautiful, cozy Manifestation membership site. And this is where we have masterclasses, meditations, and literally the vibe that I have created for this is my my vision is for you to set up your laptop or your iPad or something um, on your bed or on a picnic rug or anything, anywhere you want to go and take this masterclass, get your journal, get a favorite pen of yours and begin to just enrich your mindset with manifestation principles and universal laws. And you can do it in your own pace, of course, but there's so many different masterclasses in there from how to act as if, how to manifest money, how to journal, how to script for manifestation. It is so rich with these beautiful, crazy masterclasses. So we don't know if we're going to have this free trial available, um, you know, ongoing. It has been ongoing for a while now, but while it's available, definitely go and sign up for it and enjoy. Anyways, the link will be below, or you can head to manifestationmonthly.com to go check it out. Anyway, so continuing the story, basically what we've already learned from watching the intro or the first or second episode of 
of Squid Game is that his mindset isn't in a very good place and he is in a pickle, right? So the other thing is that we learn is that money doesn't buy you happiness. And this is something that is true. Like it won't buy you happiness because it amplifies what you already have. Now, I'm going to actually Google the name of this guy because it's really bugging me. Okay, his name is Song Gi-hun. Okay, I think I'm, I hope I'm saying that right. Song Gi-hun. So basically, this is the main character. We know that he's got some issues and he isn't already, he isn't already happy before he gets the money. Like we know that he wins the entire game at the end of the day, like everybody else dies, which let, we'll, we'll talk about that soon. Spoilers, like I said, we're going to actually talk about things to not confuse with in Squid Game. So the things that might, it might lead you to think badly of money, but how to actually realize that it's not true. So we're going to talk about that in the, in the later half of this episode. But the first thing that I also wanted to say is that money only amplifies what you already have. Now, Song Ki-hun was already sad before he won the game. He was already really distraught. His mother was ill. Like he had so many things that he wasn't taking care of. He wasn't responsible. We have a lot of that that we see in the first couple episodes. And so when he won the $48 million in, I think it's in Australia, it's about $46, $48 million or whatever. That's a lot of money. Now, what ended up happening is we cut to a scene where he's still really low. He's still really sad and he still looks homeless, even though he's got $46 million in a bank account that he hasn't even touched. Once again, this shows us that it's not about how much money you have. It's about your mentality. It's about your mindset. It's about how you see things in life. If you can't find the joy in your life right now, when you don't have the money that you want, how are you going to feel that when you do? This is something I always try to remind myself. Like whenever I feel like, oh, I just want time to pass so that lockdown is over so that I can get on with my life and, you know, go and do things. I remind myself, well, if I can't find happiness now, I'm not going to be able to find happiness when lockdown is over. So that's where I'm trying to remind myself that same thing with money. If you can't enjoy your life now with what you've got, with what you have around you, then having more money won't necessarily create that happiness for you because it's just going to amplify it. But at the same time, money can amplify that joy. Money can amplify those great experiences that you have in life. It can fix a lot of problems. But what I'm trying to say here, is that money is neither good or bad. It is what it is. It's an it's an amplifier. It's something that creates more of what you already have. It's neutral. So another thing that I think really hits home is that when he got when he gets home from the game, he realizes that his mother has died. And this is another thing, another reminder for us that let's not forget that on our journey to manifesting more money and our dream lives, that we don't take our loved ones for granted and we don't forget to live in the moment. He kept thinking he was going to have more time with his mom. He was going to have more time to be able to help her and whatever. But by the time that he came home and finally had the money to send her to the hospital, it was too late. So remember that on the way, remind yourself to spend time with your loved ones and not think that when you're rich or when you have the money that you can finally have a good time with them or finally get their love and appreciation. Look for those moments now. Look for those conversations now. I'm always trying to remind myself whenever I call my parents or I call my mom or I call my dad, I used to have this thing inside of me that one day I'll I'll reach enough of like a lifestyle that they'll be proud of me or one day I'll earn enough money that they'll be proud of me. But focus on being in the moment with your loved ones. Focus on being in the moment with them. And don't forget that money is only an amplifier. Nothing more than that. 
Now, the other thing is no amount of money will fix all your problems. Your mindset must change in order to do that. So even though he had $46 million at the end of the the show, like towards the end of the series, he was still living like a homeless man. He, He even asked someone for more money, even though the bank was like, hey, we'd like to have a chat with you to see what you're doing because you haven't touched your money at all since you opened your bank account. They literally gave him the bank account with the $46 million and he didn't touch a single cent because he felt so much guilt and shame around how he got that money because everyone had to die for him to take it home. So no amount of money will fix your problems. Your mindset must change in order to do that. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, he had the money. He still didn't change anything. So it's it's a very controversial topic to think of what he should have done with the money. However, I personally think that it's kind of like everything happened in vain. All those lives were taken in vain if he didn't, because he didn't use it, you, you know, to the greatest of his ability and learn about wealth or learn how to deal with his money. Other themes that I also really see inside Squid Game is that the more emotionally unstable you are, the less you're able to manage money. Notice how all of the players in Squid Game are people who will instantly flip the switch, like flip the switch. They're very emotional people. And the thing is, they all knew that they had a chance to go home. They were given a chance, like, do you want to stay and play the game or do you want to leave? And the first time they were given this vote, they were able to go home and half of them decided they wanted to go home. But so many, about like 80, 90% of them actually came back when they had the opportunity. That means that they were emotionally unstable because they chose to act emotionally and come back to the game because they thought about the money. They didn't want to deal with their life, with all the debt that they had or the terminal illness that they had. They didn't want to look at that in the eye. So they chose to be emotionally swayed by the game enticing them with the amount of money that they had the possibility of winning. You can see this also in some of the characters, like that girl, that the lady who's a little bit kind of like, she gives you ick vibes. She's Han Minyo, the one who at the end, she hugs the guy on the glass game and she like takes him down with her. Like she is really volatile. If you look at her, she's always like, I love you. I hate you. I love you. I hate you with the guy who she inevitably, like eventually kills with her. And she also like is also just super volatile. She also tried to befriend another group if she was shunned from her group of like gangsters, super volatile people. Now I also want to talk about things to not confuse with in terms of money in Squid Game because whilst it's very interesting to have a look at what's happening with the whole gambling aspect and how people are willing to put their lives on the line for money, like it's just crazy. Let's also not think of money badly just because we watch this movie or just because I keep saying movie, but it's a TV series. Okay. Because what I started to realize myself starting to think was as I was watching this, as I was seeing people like killing each other to, to get more money, it also, it almost kind of like programs your mind to think that if I want money, I need to put others down or like, or people need to kill others in order to, it's like a survival thing. Like if you want to get ahead, others have to suffer, right? There's this like kind of thought in your mind when you're watching this, or at least I had this. And this is where you need to remember that this is absolutely not the case in every time. There, There's duality in everything. You can make money loving what you do, but you can also make money hating what you do. Squid Game in particular was a way where people were making money absolutely 
hating what they had to do well you hope so you hope that they would hate having to kill their other friends like or like team members or not even team members but the other competitors right but this is something that you need to remind yourself this was just one case scenario and don't watch something like this and then say to yourself oh my god if i want to be if i want to be abundant if i want more money i'm gonna have to beat everyone It's a competition. There's a piggy bank in the sky. And if I want the money, I have to kill all the people. Like, it's not that way. It is not that way. That is just one TV show that is sharing the dark side of what money can do, the dark side of how money can be earned, that sort of thing. So, Remember that there are plenty of other examples of how you can make money loving what you do, actually creating a job that you love or um, manifesting a job that you love. There are many other examples. And what you need to remind yourself is this is just one example. There are millions, countless of examples that you could look at to help you realize how to look at money. If you are thinking making more money means others must suffer, and in this case, in Squid Game, others must die, then you need to remember as well, fictionally in this game, all those people chose, made the decision to be there. Remember at the end, like he even, uh, the, the guy who created the game even says like, I never forced anyone to play. Those people chose to play. And it's true, they had a decision to make. They came back. Nobody forced them to come back. Yes, some of them may have had really, really harsh life circumstances, but there are other ways of approaching that. Every, I just remember watching and I was like, no, don't choose to come back. There's another way because that's the truth there is always another way of approaching things and my kind of point of view is that because these people are seeing this enticing uh, goal of winning 46 million dollars literally by just playing six games it sounds way too good to be true they're really enticed by that so they actually listened to their emotions and they went ahead and, and went back to the game you might also be thinking that to make money you must do bad things because Obviously, the game models that these people had to kill each other to earn more money. And the more people you kill, the more money is available, right? And it's almost as if when they first got into the game, they were given the idea that more than one person could win. But when you really look at it, they they only expected for one person to win, which, you know, that's kind of questionable. Wouldn't you tell everybody that more than like only one person's going to win. That's kind of like a weird thing there. But one of the things that we must not confuse with is that money is bad. We always have to do bad things if we want to make money. Once again, this is just one TV show highlighting one kind of vein or one event that fictionally happened in their world to allow people to make money. But there are many other movies that you could probably think of where people did great things and made money. People worked for NASA or like they created something really cool. And you don't go and watch that movie and say, oh my God, making money can be done with by doing something good. It's not something that really sticks out to you. But as soon as you watch something where it's like, oh, he had to do that to make money, it like sticks to you like sludge, doesn't it? It's so interesting. So it's almost like we need to give energy to remind ourselves to look at money in a balanced perspective and to not only look at all of the negative things around it. 
The other last thing not to confuse money with in Squid Game is that money makes your life hell or like money will make your life a very sad thing. You'll be alone forever, those kinds of things. Now, remember, money is just an amplifier. Now, what did we see about Sung Gi-hun at the start? He was already alone. He was already sad. He was already kind of homeless. Not really. He lived with his mom, but that was already happening. Now, Imagine with now $46 million in his account, because he hadn't changed his mindset, because he hadn't changed how he sees money, he didn't even touch the money, right? And whether he touched the money or not, that was his decision. But he's, it just amplified and made it feel even heavier on his shoulders that he was alone, unhappy, and not living a fulfilling life. So my sort of idea in terms of understanding what he could do like my kind of like theories on what he could do if he was a character who wanted to get his life together and wanted to um, create true wealth for himself he could start to obviously learn about money learn how to deal with his money buy a property that appreciates start to understand how to invest his money so it doesn't just depreciate over time because of inflation you know there are all these things that he could do and you know that's we've only seen season one so we don't know what's going to happen in season two but there is the opportunity for him to actually create true wealth and to not just squander it all or to just leave it in the bank and not touch it. I just think at the end of the day, this show was so interesting to have a look at human behavior when it comes to money and to have a look at what can happen if you don't actually work on your mindset. The truth is that if you do work on your mindset, And if any of those people worked on their mindset, chances are they wouldn't have had to go to that game because if they understood universal laws, this is just me obviously being like the the manifestation coach I am, but if they were taught how to deal with money, those sorts of things, more than likely they wouldn't have bought into something like this where there's this fantasy of going through six games and suddenly you win millions of dollars. True wealth is something that is built over time where you give action, energy, align with the universal laws. You understand how to manage it. That's what true wealth is. And yes, you can take advantage of lump sums coming your way and you can absolutely um, manifest that and deal with that and grow it. But if you don't work on that first, it's not going to happen. So I'm just going to keep this episode short, but I hope that it was interesting. If you have watched Squid Game, let me know your thoughts. If you want to like uh, just DM me on Instagram, let me know. I'm just at Kimberly Wenya. I just think it's super, super interesting. And um, hopefully you have left not feeling so icky about money after seeing it. Because I definitely was like, oh, I had such an ick vibe once I watched it. I was like, money, ew. (laughs) But at the end of the day, remember that you choose your actions. You choose your thoughts. You create your abundance reality. If you want any help with money mindset stuff, we have plenty of masterclasses in Manifestation Monthly on this whole topic. And we have abundance and money veins and themes going through pretty much all of our masterclasses. But if you really want to understand how to manage your money so that in case you did come across a lump sum of money, you know how to manage it, you know how to grow it. I have a course that was made for these kind of situations and made for the modern girl to know how to create long-term wealth. It's called Money Principles with KW. It's a beautiful self-study course right now and I'll leave the link for you below in the show notes. It's the main reason of how I've been able to create multiple six figures of savings and assets 
savings and investments as it's it's not like in a house or anything it's cash <laughs> but for myself at the age of 26 and anyone can do this it doesn't matter how much money you make honestly like we saw in squid game it's about your mindset it's about what you do with it so i hope you enjoyed this random episode i will speak to you in our next episode bye thanks for listening if you are a regular listener I would so love if you could leave me an iTunes review. For more manifestation secrets and real-time updates, come follow me on Instagram at Kimberly Wenya. Until next time, big love, Kimberly.